the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We gather up. Come say, Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Just from John chapter 21 from verse 15 to 17. So when they had eaten breakfast... Jesus said to Simon Peter, this is Jesus Christ meeting the disciples after resurrection and he met some of them by the sea, by the water. After they had eaten breakfast, that basically Jesus Christ prepared, Jesus Christ prepared this. They just came to the shores and uh, food was already ready and uh, they had something to eat that Jesus prepared. So Jesus Christ said to Simon Peter, he said, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Wow. Do you love me? It's a very familiar question that people say to each other, especially a couple in love. I'm sure you have heard that before. Do you love me? Uh, women say this a lot. Men say it too, but more often than not, women say it. Do you love me? Do you love me? Sometimes the response could be, yes, I love you. Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do you love me? Sometimes it means that they are not sure of each other's love. Or most of the time, I would say, it just means that you know, somebody wants a reassurance. A reassurance, they want to be reassured that they are loved. So they say, do you love me? But it could also mean that you are questioning somebody's love when you say that. You're questioning whether they love you or not. In this case, what was Jesus Christ trying to communicate to Peter? Do you love me that Jesus Christ asked Peter? is very different. Very different. We're still talking about care. Giving care in relationship. You know, being the first one to give care. Being the first one to show care. Being the first one to show love. Being the first one to show kindness or goodness. If you do that, you are creating an atmosphere 
that is good, not just for yourself, but for the relationship. You are touching somebody's heart. You are touching that person's heart. If they have a good heart, they will receive what you're doing. In fact, don't wait for somebody to do it before you do it. You do it first. Even if you don't receive it back, keep doing it, as the scriptures say. Don't be weary in well-doing. If you don't faint, it says you will receive an abundance or you will receive fruit of it. Keep doing what is good. You will be blessed. Even if you don't receive it at first, keep doing it. You will receive it at last. You may not even receive it from the one you are doing it to. You may not receive it in the place where you are sowing good. You will receive it from some other place. Doing good, showing care is good for relationships. It will create a good relationship for you. It will create good relationships for you. And Jesus Christ asking Peter here, do you love me? Do you care about me? Do you care about what I care about? Do you care about me? Do you love me? Do you care about my desire, my interest? Do you love me? For Jesus to Peter, it means Peter. You can see that I love you. You can see that I care about you. You can see that I love you. I have shown my love. It is abundantly clear to you that I care for you. It is abundantly clear to you that I love you. It is abundantly real to you that I love you, that I care for you. Do you care for me? In fact, we should not be asking this question. Do you love me? If we haven't, first of all, shown that we care or we love. If we're going to ask that question, we must, first of all, have shown love. Then we can now ask, do you love me? If you haven't shown that you care about somebody, you cannot be saying, do you care about me? Jesus Christ was asking Peter because he already showed Peter. He already demonstrated that to Peter, that he loved Peter. It was very clear to Peter. Ordinarily, in the life that we live, and somebody says, do you love me? If you know that they don't love you or think that they, you, they don't love you, you will also say, do you love me? But Peter did not say this. Peter could not say this. Peter could not say to Jesus, do you love me too? That's what we see and experience in our own lives many times. That's what happens when somebody says, do you love me? And that person says, do you love me? So they're basically asking each other, do you love me? Peter could not ask Jesus this because it was abundantly clear to Peter that Jesus loved him. It was abundantly clear. So for us to be able to say, do you love me? Remember that you got to have shown that you love that person. You must have demonstrated your love to that person before you can begin to question or ask, do you love me? If you want to create a good relationship, Show the love first. Show the care first. Jesus Christ showed the care. He showed the love. He showed to all of them that he loved them. The scripture says we love because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. That's why we love because he first loved us. So if we want good relationships, we need to show care. Care, love. We create, build good relationships for you in life. Whether in marriage, in business, at your workplace, whatever it is, show that you care. Show that you are concerned. 
about somebody's interest. Show that you are interested in their interest. Amen. Show that you care for them. Show that you care about them. Do something for them. Be helpful. Be helpful to others. Don't just think about your own thing. Think about somebody else's things. About somebody else's interest. You will create a link between the two of you. It will be good for you. It will be good for them. So Jesus Christ said, if you do these things, if you know them and you do them, you are blessed. If you do these things, you are blessed. So don't just know that it is good to be humble and to show care. Just like I've humbled myself and washed your feet, you need to also humble yourself and wash each other's feet or care for each other. Show love to each other. When you do that, it says you are blessed. It means that it is good for the people and for yourself. It's good for everyone. It will create a good atmosphere, create good relationships. You will benefit. Everybody will benefit. So again, the Lord has spoken to us today on ingredients of a good relationship. And we have the three C's of a good relationship. The first one being care, caring for each other. The second one, communication. And the third one, commonality. Not commonality in the sense of uh, similarity. Basically, similarity of purpose or commonality of purpose. Not commonality of uniformity. Not that you are the same. Basically, you're looking for those who have you know, a common purpose, you know, having the same agenda, then you can work with them. If you're at work in the same work together, a co-worker with somebody, of course, you know, you have something to do together. If you're both doing the same work, yes, then you create a good relationship by showing care, by communication. And of course, the commonality of that purpose will help you bind together. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is the word of the Lord to us today. It is good wisdom for us to show care, to show love, and uh, we can create good relationship with other people. If we you know, look at the, the life of uh, King Rehoboam, uh, the son of uh, Solomon, the son of Solomon, after the passing of Solomon, King Rehoboam wanted to build a good relationship with, with the people. And uh, he asked his father's uh, advisors, his, his father's counselors, the people that stood before his father, basically wise men that you know, were advisors to King Solomon. I mean, you can imagine advisors to King Solomon. King Solomon was wise enough that he had advisors. Wow, that's wisdom. Amen. You never think of yourself to be, you know, to be all wise. If Solomon could have advisors, you need an advisor, amen, in your life. Amen. I need an advisor. At one time or another, I will need a counselor. At one time or another, I will need to ask somebody what to do. How about this? How about that? King Solomon had advisors. After the passing of King Solomon, his son asked these advisors, what can I do? Because the people are asking me. They're asking me for a good relationship. They're asking me that I should... You know, lessen their burden. So the advisors counseled him. They advised him and said, you be kind to these people. Humble yourself and serve them. If you humble yourself and serve them, they will be your servant forever. They will serve you. Meaning you have a good relationship with them. You would have captured their hearts. If you humble yourself and serve them, 
But he was not satisfied with that. So he wanted to hear from his colleagues, from his mates, from his age mates. So he turned around and asked his age mates and said, What can Due to public health concerns, all services are being held online. Please visit dayspringchapelboston.org for updates and more service information. Don't forget to also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at dayspringchapelboston. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.